All right, and there is a Facebook video and podcast audio. And it is indeed Friday, 3.44 in the a.m. Bring it on down. <clears throat> Extra high decibels. Look at that shit. That internal microphone is acting out. <laughs> okay. We'll make it make a little more sense. Uh, Phoenix Kaliter. Jesus Christ. Yes. This story you have here. Yes. And which you found um, some vidya for. I did, yes. That is some interesting vidya. Mm-hmm. I might even try some slick shit. That's on the Twitter? Yes. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, trigger warnings. Right? We do um, hit a transphobia that comes up. Um, trans or violence. Those issues come up. Um, what abuse? Everything that you've everything. heard Penny Loco say. Yes, that everything, was quite a list. Everything terrible in the world we will cover at some point. Right, and people just being total fucking assholes. Also that. Yeah, fuck those fuckers. Indeed. All right, so um, can you tag me in the Twitter video first? Uh, yes, I can actually. And so what Phoenix found here is um, folks that are you know you know how it's citizen journalism as it were, uh police like in army gear mm-hmm. right like they look like fucking ROTC bootlicker graduates they look like they just came back from Afghanistan yeah like, they look fucked they up they really do yeah and they're walking up on a nigga he has his uh, I, I, a white cat a white dude they, <laughs> they walk up on this white nigga and he white nigga has his hands up like hey I'm hey hey no trouble no nothing you know, and they and they, you know, hand behind the back. I didn't see handcuffs come out or zip ties. It looked like they were just, I, I didn't tell. see that. I could tell. But also notice there was no, like, reading of rights. There was no, you're under arrest. It was just straight up walk up to somebody, grab them, turn them around, put their hands behind their back. And as they were walking up, the, the, the law enforcement was masking up. Did you notice that? No. Like, yeah, as the one is walking up to him, he had, like, a bandana or something, like, pulls it up over his face. Yeah, which is why we couldn't see his face on camera when this happened, and then put them into an unmarked minivan. Like it was like a fucking like um, like a like a Dodge minivan. Like it was like like soccer mom shit. It wasn't even like a police car. And was crispy looking brand all the entire ass new. Yeah. All right. So let's see if I can do a slick move here for the Facebook Live. A little screen share action. Maybe. Yes, if I screen share from the... Oh, shit. And if I hit entire screen or Chrome tab and Twitter. Well, do it. Let's find out. <laughs> this is the, the, the joys of going live. You get to experiment and see what works and what doesn't on the spot. Do you double click it? And then when I look at the Facebook... It's sharing it small. Aww. Okay, it's a small share. All right, we're doing what we can. <laughs> All right. And oh, wait, let's, there it is. Yeah, let's play the video. Okay. What are you doing? Use your words. What are you doing? Use your words. What are you doing? Right. So they're they're at and they're no. not saying a darn thing. And you saw the mask up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me run yeah. that back. Oh yeah. They do walk up without the joints on. What are you doing? Use your words. What are you doing? Use your words. What are you doing? And gun, hand on the gun. Yeah, and the guy saying, I haven't done anything wrong. Has his shits up. And there's, like, no one out there. Are they protesting? Yeah, this is... Apparently, from what I'm gathering, is they're uh, snatching people on the way back from protests. Like, so after the oh. protests have broken up and people are walking home, there's that's when they're snatching people. This is gangbang right, shit. Right, I was about to say, like, this... we need to teach these white kids about this shit. Nigga, y'all protesters out here, you are gangbanging. You know that, right? And the other set is way more powerful. Like, you know how just, like, it's kind of a modern-day thing now. Like, everyone knows that Snoop Dogg is a crip. Right. And and even if you dabble a little bit into rap, you know who Dub C is. You've seen the Seawalk video. Yeah. You know he's a crip. Yeah. Some people even know he's he was. Yeah. I mean, what? What? Now you know, game is a blood, and Little Wayne is, I guess, kind of. 
but like you know more crypts because they have a higher population they're richer they're more powerful they're more heavily armed and y'all niggas out here banging the police are you see the numbers what six million here mm -hmm. half a billion there and heavily armed yes and yeah, like I, I don't don't go in small groups like that. Don't go in small groups. Yeah, I've, and then I don't I don't even know about the the protest either. Like, cause like if I go out there, I'm gonna get fucked up. The pigs Shit, are gonna did fuck you see me that up. Fucking um, punk ass white liberal lady who mm -hmm. was like snitching on niggas. Like, cause she she for some reason felt she's qualified to determine who is and is not an outside agitator. And so some, like, a black, like, an actual nigga, a black guy was um, trying to set some shit on fire, and she kept recording him, and is like, this is an outside agitator. He's here to make our community look bad. And now dude, like, got arrested because of her fucking Twitter footage, and now he's facing, like, 30 years in prison, like, on fucking, like, arson charges and shit. Mm. And I was like, okay, thank you, white liberals. You're helping. <laughs> well, like, the, you know. I'm going to call the police and tell them there's an African-American attacking me. Seriously. Yeah, what, oh, donated to the Obama campaign, that one? Shh, Amy Cooper? Shit, yeah. Yeah, white liberals. Messy Deborah. Oof. Yeah, is there, is there any, because are there even articles on this yet? Mm, um, there's one that I can found. <laughs> one that I can found. Yes. <laughs> A little more audio from this video for podcast listeners we actually are getting the video to come through on facebook i find that interesting yeah use your words what is going on who are you nlg will get you out what's your name tell us your name okay yeah so folks we found a loophole found a way to facebook screen share on facebook live the wine cellar just got a lot more fun <laughs> I'm, we might have to go back and do some old shit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so notice how they arrested this person, didn't fucking say what they're under arrest for, did not read them their rights, did, said nothing at all. Just fucking came up and snatched a nigga. And then it's like, do you not go? Because if you don't go, they're going to shoot you. They're walking yep. up to you with their fucking hands on their guns. Yeah. Like, I think this, I guess this more, this is a strong message for the young white niggas. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I guess I'll say it like this: They're going to radicalize you out there. If you survive, you're gonna you're gonna come out like Chelsea Springler. Like you hear her talk. I think I have to remind people: Like that's a 27 year old, right? Because the voice she sounds like a grizzled white woman. <laughs> done, seen it all, done it all. Yeah, I mean, honestly, going to a couple protests will fucking do that to you. Yeah, that was that Occupy shit. There was yeah. no Facebook Live in that Occupy shit. Right. Very few clips got right. up. Right, which is, again, the thing. Remember, all the shit that's happening now is on camera, and they know they're on camera, and this is what they're comfortable showing you that they do. Yeah. What the fuck do you think is happening when the cameras aren't there? Yeah, think like, about 2010. Yeah. And then, like, um, as far as outside agitators that are on the side of the police, fucking, yeah. um, remember how, uh, what, those motherfuckers that pretend they're, like, some Constitution defenders mm -hmm. went to Ferguson? And you know that they're like, we're just here for everyone, but you're, you're there to, to fucking harm black people yeah. and help police. Like those fucking Boogaloo boys. Like, we just, we think just, we just think everybody has the right to protest, man. And it's like, okay, well, make a strong anti-racist statement and maybe I'll believe you. Yeah. And then, um, but, but then like, look at the, uh, what, what also happened in 2010, that was tea party time. Yeah. Angry right ringers popping up following yeah. cats like Rand Paul, who used to kick it with the Southern Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I could imagine them showing up to some Occupy shit, kicking some heads in with the fucking pigs. Fuck but yeah. Or like we, fucking that Andy Neo shit. And I am okay. retroactively speculating. Yeah, the yeah. Andy... Andy Neo. Oh, Andy NGO. Yeah. That fuck it. Because he's the fake journalist or whatever. Because he was the one who's, um like, considers himself to be, like, center-left or whatever, but says he's a journalist, but he also hates Antifa. But he, like, anytime somebody gets arrested at any sort of protest, he automatically labels them Antifa. And so, like, he basically said, like, a bunch of journalists who got arrested for doing journalism at these protests were Antifa and then gave their names to, like, Stormfront and shit. Like, but then there's, like, this video of him at one of these protests in Portland where basically a bunch of these 
uh, like Proud Boys were literally talking about like we should go around here and there's like I heard there's a bunch of people we should go start fucking up but it was just like people at a bar it wasn't like people protesting it wasn't like any black block or anything like that and like they were just casually talking about it and Andy is there like with them just chilling while they're like plotting on fucking just jumping random fucking people hmm. just to start shit but yeah so it's like this you know this is what they do on camera yeah so. And also, like, on the side, like, this is dope as fuck. So, like, while you're talking, I can keep playing the video on yeah. mute. Yeah. Oh, this is about to be a real fucking news show. We are about to act a goddamn fool in yes. this. Um, and if you look in that Twitter thread, I think there's more videos, actually. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Um, so, and I guess, like, I guess I should read two sort of articles. I guess one is an article, one is a statement from uh, the federal Twitter. government. So, um, this is from opb.org, and this says federal law enforcement uses unmarked vehicles to grab protesters off Portland streets, and this is from last night, actually, I think, um, or maybe yesterday, or the day before, maybe, um, so it says in the early hours of July 15th, after a night spent protesting at Multnomah County Justice Center, uh, and Mark O. Hatfield Federal Courthouse, Mark Pettibone and friend Connor O'Shea decided to head home. Y'all probably should not have given your fucking names for this. Uh, It had been a calm night compared to most protesting downtown. By 2 a.m., law enforcement hadn't used any tear gas, and with only a few exceptions, both Portland Police Bureau and federal law enforcement uh, officers had stayed out of sight. A block west of Chapman Square, Pettibone and O'Shea bumped into a group of people who warned them that people in camouflage were driving in the area in unmarked minivans grabbing people off the street. Keep in mind, they said people, not protesters. Because who do you know who's a protester and who's not, right? Yeah. So what was that uh, shit Trump said a couple weeks ago? Is that anyone, uh, Antifa was declared a terrorist organization and then later said basically anybody who's protesting is Antifa. (laughs) Right? Um, So uh, this was terrifying to hear, said Pettibone. They had barely made it half a block when an unmarked minivan pulled up in front of them. I see guys in camo, O'Shea said. Four or five of them pop out, open the door, and it was just like, oh shit, I don't know who you are or what you want with us. Federal law enforcement officers have been using unmarked vehicles to drive around Portland and detain protesters since at least July 14th. Today is what, the 17th? So that's at least three days this has been going on now? Oh. Personal accounts and multiple videos posted online show the officers driving up to people, detaining individuals with no explanation of why they are being arrested and driving off. The tactic appears to be another escalation in the federal force deployed on Portland city streets as federal officers and President Donald Trump have said they plan to quell nightly protests outside the courthouse and Multnomah County Justice Center that have lasted for more than six weeks. So keep in mind, you do actually have a legal right to protest. These people will scream about their Second Amendment, but uh, under the First Amendment, you are legally allowed to protest. And also keep in mind, this is being done in Portland, which has a very long and racist white supremacist history, right? Yes. Like, in particular. Like, they're not, as of yet, doing this in Chicago. They're not doing this in Minneapolis. They're not doing this in L.A. They're not doing this in New York. They're doing this in a city with a very uniquely specific history of white supremacy. Um, And I don't mean white supremacy, like, in a general term. I mean, literally, like, the place is fucking crawling with, like, neo-Nazis and, like, far-right-wing white supremacists. So... Uh, Federal officers have charged at least 13 people with crimes related to the protests so far, while others have been arrested and Use your words! What are you doing? Including Pettibone. They also left one demonstrator hospitalized with skull fractures after shooting him in the face with, quote, less than, less lethal munitions. Ooh. Okay. Less lethal munitions. All right. And, um, uh, Bracciali, um, attorney? Yes. Attorney, uh, Bracciali. Is that also Mm -hmm. Esquire? Yeah, is that the same so. thing? I think so. Esquire is in the comments section on the Facebook Live um, saying um, it's true. It's when uh, some white people see cops behaving badly for the first time in their lives yeah. and said the video inset is great. Thank you. And said, uh, yeah, where's the um, the First Amendment and free speech uh, just for Nazis, I guess. Yes. Howdy. Which, actually, I gotta see if I can find the picture, but someone took a picture. I don't remember what city it was in, but cops were, like, pushing protesters off the street. Like, it was, you know, uh, how streets go two ways, right? So they were pushing protesters off the street one way while literally, like, 
walking around protesters on the other side protecting them because they were right-wing protesters. <laughs> uh -oh. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, officers from the U.S. Marshal Special Operations Group, uh, Customs and Border Protections BORTAC. Why the fuck do we need border customs and border protection? What? All right have been sent to Portland to protect federal property during the recent protests against racism and police brutality. So they're not here to protect the people. They're here to protect property. Good. And keep going, but I think I just lost video. Uh-oh. Um, but interviews conducted by OPB officers show that uh, they are also detaining people on Portland streets who aren't near federal property, nor is it clear that all of the people being arrested have engaged in criminal activity. Demonstrators like O'Shea and Pettibone said they think they were targeted by federal federal officers for simply wearing black clothing in the area of the demonstration. O'Shea said he ran when he saw people wearing camouflage jump out of an unmarked vehicle. He said he hid when a second unmarked van pursued him. All right. These white niggas about to learn about the cut. <laughs> Video shot by O'Shea provided to the OPB shows a dark screen as O'Shea narrates the scene. Metadata from the video confirms the time and place of the protester's account. Feds are driving around, grabbing people off the streets, O'Shea said on the video. I didn't do anything fucking wrong. I'm recording this. I had to let somebody know that this is what happens. Pettibone did not escape the federal officers. I'm basically tossed into the van, Pettibone said. I had a beanie pulled over my face so I couldn't see, and they held my hands over my head. These white niggas about to learn. Shit. Pettibone and O'Shea said they couldn't think of anything they might have done to end up being targeted by law enforcement. They attend protests regularly, but said they are not instigators. They don't spray paint buildings, shine laser pointers at officers, or do anything else other than attend protests, which law enforcement have regularly deemed as unlawful assemblies. Interesting. Ooh. Blinded by his hat in an unmarked minivan full of armed people dressed in camouflage and body armor who hadn't identified themselves, Pettibone said he was driven around town before being unloaded inside a building. He wouldn't learn until after his release that he was inside a federal courthouse. Really? Okay. It was basically, oh, this is a quote from Pettibone. It was basically a process of facing many walls and corners as they patted me down, took my picture, and rummaged through my belongings. One of them said, this is a whole lot of nothing. Pettibone said he was put into a cell. Soon after, two officers came in to read him his Miranda rights. So hold on, they snatched the dude, put him in the car, took him to the courthouse, patted him down, took his mug, mug shots and all that, and then put him in a cell, and then told him his Miranda rights? Okay. Wait, you don't think that's neat? No, no, I don't think that's neat. <laughs> Uh, the whole point of Miranda rights is that you tell people right away so that they don't violate their rights. But, you know, whatever. Fuck that. Fuck the Constitution. Uh, they didn't tell him why he was being arrested. Okay. He asked, uh, he said they asked him if he wanted to waive his rights and answer questions. Never, ever, 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 ever do that. Ask for a lawyer every time. Never fucking waive your rights. Never fucking answer questions. I cannot emphasize that enough. Never answer questions. Never waive your rights ask for a fucking lawyer even if you don't know a lawyer and you can't afford a lawyer and you get like some shitty fucking public defender never answer their fucking questions ever ever it's a trick don't ever do it um the interview was then terminated and about 90 minutes later he was released see see but now had he started answering fucking questions they would have tried to entrap him and interrogate him and it would have been one of these fucking like 10 hour long interrogations on some bullshit and then they're gonna end up arresting him as being an accessory to some shit because he was like within a half a mile from someone who committed a crime yeah that's what the fuck would have happened never answer their fucking questions Wait, ever so you're telling me you had on shoes <laughs> right right <laughs> seriously that's how they'll do you though they, that is really and um the Facebook got cut. I just restarted oh, it midway okay. through, but the podcast is um up and or running okay. as it should be. But yeah. Oh, sorry. We're going to say more? No, man. Oh, okay, yeah. So never answer their fucking questions. Please never answer their fucking questions. Uh, attend a Know Your Rights uh, workshop, please. Um, so he said he did not receive any paperwork, a citation, or a record of his arrest because it was a bullshit arrest. Because they were hoping you were going to say some shit when they asked you questions, and then they were going to try to make it stick, like, on the back end. 
don't answer. I can't, again, I can't stress enough. Do not answer their fucking questions. Uh, he says, I just happened to be wearing black on a sidewalk in downtown Portland at the time. Apparently that is grounds for detaining me. In a statement, the U.S. Marshal Service declined to comment on the practice of using unmarked vehicles, but said their, arrest- their officers had not arrested Pettibone. Whew. Right? So they did all that, but they didn't arrest him because he didn't answer their questions, so they couldn't charge him with anything retroactively. Because it's illegal to put somebody in a cell for no fucking reason. Uh, all, this is a quote, all United States Marshal Services arrestees have public records of arrests documenting their charges. Our agency did not arrest or detain Mark James Pettibone. But y'all put him in a car, put a beanie over his head, patted him down, took him to a courthouse and put him in a cell, but that's not detaining someone, you say? It's like they're, um, they're traumatizing people, they're attacking people. Yes. And it's all to, um, to kind of force folks into, uh, like, their political interest. Like, their, how they want things to do. Isn't there a word for that? I mean, it terrifies me. (laughs) I could see how that would be a terrifying experience to, um, be forced to align with somebody else's political goals because they used violence as a form of coercion. It just tear oars oars me up inside. <laughs> I'm it's just on the tip of my tongue. I'm pretty sure there's a word for that behavior. Not I, being I, able to think of it as an ism. <laughs> hmm. Police are domestic terrorists. Just by the way, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Um, OPB sent DHS an extensive list of questions about uh, Pettibone's arrest, including what is the legal justification for making arrests away from federal property? What is the legal justification for searching people who are not participating in criminal activity? Why are federal officers using civilian vehicles and taking people away in them? Are the arrests federal officers make legal under the Constitution? If so, how? (laughs) After 7 p.m. Thursday, a DHS spokesperson responded on background that they could only confirm Wolf was in Portland during the day. The spokesperson did not acknowledge the remaining questions. Okay. Uh, Attorney Juan Chavez, director of the Civil Rights Project at the Oregon Justice Resource Center, said it's like stop and frisk meets Guantanamo Bay. Woo! That's That's, fucking... uh, That's a fucking lefty take. Yeah. Uh, Chavez has worked on litigation surrounding the weeks of protests and helped lead efforts to curb local police from using tear gas and munitions on protesters. He called the arrest by federal officers terrifying. He said, quote, you have laws regarding probable cause that can lead to arrests. This sounds more like abduction. It sounds like they're kidnapping people off the streets. They are kidnapping people off the streets. Uh, Ashley Albies, a civil rights attorney with the National Lawyers Guild, which in um, the first video, I guess the podcast listeners will hear it. (laughs) Yeah. Where we were playing it, where they said, don't worry, NLG is going to get you out. NLG is going to get you out. That's who they were talking about was the National Lawyers Guild. Um, so NLG said Pettibone's detention is an example of intimidation by federal law enforcement and noted that people have a First Amendment right to demonstrate. She also said law enforcement officials have to follow procedures when they detain someone and said, I would be surprised to see that pulling up in an unmarked van, grabbing people off the street is an acceptable policy for a criminal investigation. Well, I mean, as you pointed out, like a lot of these probably are not intended to be criminal investigations unless you, you know, narc on yourself. Um, because you waive your rights, but um, I feel like this is much more of an intimidation tactic than uh, an inter, you know, you know, an terror, terror investigation. Yes. Yeah, they're just in terror vestigizing. Uh, in a letter released Thursday, acting Secretary of Homeland Security Chad Wolf said, "Quote: Portland has been under siege for 47 straight days by a violent mob, while local political uh, leaders refuse to restore order and protect their city. What happened to states' rights, motherfucker? I thought that was like y'all's thing." Oh, uh, Wolf wrote, "A federal courthouse is a symbol of justice. To whomst? The state has a right to send out the pigs. Right. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. States' rights." Okay. Um, and said to attack it is to attack America. <laughs> That's it's so true. You don't even have to decipher that one. No. <laughs> to no. attack it is to attack America. 
And again, this is why we'll never be one of the big lefty podcasts. Nope. Never, never. That's okay, though. Yeah. Uh, KOIN was the first to report Thursday that Wolf was visiting Portland to view damage to the federal courthouse. This week, Trump has repeatedly spoken out about what he calls lawlessness in the city. He praised the role of federal law enforcement officers in Portland and alluded to increasing their presence in cities nationwide. Shit is going to fucking pop the fuck off in Chicago if he does that. Because remember, like... I think when he was running for office, he said he, we need martial law in places like Chicago. Do you remember that? Yeah. So, But then I mean, remember when he tried to have a speech there during the campaign? Yes. And, yes. Um, and Chicago's like, nope. Uh, oh, nah, son. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're like, we need, hey, everybody gather your Brooklyn energy. We yeah. need a collective nah, son. Um... And then let's see. Speaking to Fox News Thursday, acting U.S. Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Mark Morgan called the protesters criminals. Told y'all. See, and like, I hate like this being right shit, but some of it is so fucking obvious. Dang. White kids, look, they're they're kind of calling you niggers. <laughs> really and, are, though. Okay, you yellow. I guess I might as well. Yeah, little white niggers. They're, they're coming to get you, little niggers. They are. And they're going to fuck you up. They are. Yeah. Like, again, you are gangbanging. And there are other... Like, are, are them Proud Boy niggas still active? I haven't heard too much from them lately. Okay. Like, I guess what... Yeah. What made them lose a name? Anti-Semitic shit? Uh, well, they were really anti-Semitic. They were really racist. But I think a lot of it had to do with um, the guy who founded the Proud Boys started trying to distance himself because it was, like, bad PR for him. Gavin McGinnis. Yeah. Who kissed, started at Vice or Vox? Vice. He started Vice, I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know that, but I think it was, like, bad PR for him because, like, they were always getting into fights with, like, Antifa and stuff. And so he was like, we, you know don't condone violence and woo and something but now i think also just because the nature of that sort of like right wing mentality is to sort of get absorbed by another thing or to be infiltrated by other people so now i think a lot of them are like the boogaloo boys and just fucking whatever yeah i mean that that's just breaking off sets right like yeah. fucking all right there's not just crenshaw mafia right there's kelly park over here there's nutty block over there yeah like yep i mean obviously uh Use the encryption that you may be able to have while you still can. All right, act. All right. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, you need to do a swap cast. Yes. And, uh, man, I don't know how to do digital organizing of the shit that they need to organize on without somehow being monitored. I don't, I don't, I don't have organize an idea. Organize what? Oh, they need to get sets together. They need to get sets, and they need to patrol and own blocks. They need to do turf hogging. They do, but I don't think that they have come to that consensus yet, and that's, like, a big part of the problem. Because hmm. a lot of them are still in denial that it's, like, that bad. Because, like, right now they're like, yeah, police are fucking us up, but it's just, like, this one department and not, like, viewing it as it's not just local police and state police and... It's also, like, a federal fucking mandate. Like, this is the government. Whether that is uh, local level, state level, or federal level, it is the government. <laughs> like, you need to view it as, like, one entity that is working in collaboration to do this, not, you and, know. Yeah, and letting these street niggas get at you. Right. So, yeah, you need to take, and I guess, um, well, what do they say? Make no bones about it? Indeed. Is that the phrase? So, Indeed. I'll make no bones about it. There actually needs to be areas in your town or city where your enemies actually can't go and know they can't go and know they can't do anything about it. Once you establish that, you're official. If you don't have that established, you're walking ducks. You're not sitting ducks, but you're still ducks. Well, I think, and even then, that's what that fucking Chaz shit was. But keep in mind, uh, a lot of how that shit got ruined was white liberals. The what shit? Chaz. The um, Chaz. Yeah. Who who was that? That was that like area they had was in Seattle where they had like their little. Oh, that was recent. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know it had a name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, which I don't even know if Chaz is like the right because it started with one name and they changed it to another one. I think they changed it to Chaz, but um, that's the thing though is like fucking white liberals were like fucking narking on niggas. <laughs> So, like, it's not just the federal government and police. It's also white liberals and people who, yeah. So, 
it's a lot. <laughs> and I don't think, like, I think that they have the passion. I don't think they have the uh, knowledge or awareness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, they're just feeling it. And that's why, like, as soon as you see them on there, like, handing out food and shit and doing nice things, and it's like, well, y'all need y'all need them on the block niggas, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we need more of those, uh, those fucking, an- those Antifa super soldier niggas. The ones that had the, the, yeah. Yeah. We need more of those. Yeah, you know, and, uh, I guess they can't be an organization. If they become an organization, they're oh, immediately over. made it's illegal. over, yeah. Yeah, so it really just still needs to be a very short sentence. Yeah. I'm anti-fascist. Yeah. Oh, that makes you think I'm against you? Please, tell me all about why you think me being anti-fascist <laughs> makes me against you. Right. <laughs> Um, right. Okay. So Morgan, who is the, uh, customs and border protection commissioner, which again, why the fuck is customs and border protection involved in this shit at all? Says, I don't want to get ahead of the president and his announcement, but the department of justice is going to be involved. DHS is going to be involved. And we're really going to take a stand across the board. We're going to do what needs to be done to protect the men and women of this country. As I said, they're not, uh, cause people are like, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? No, actually what you are is guilty until proven a patriot. That's what the fuck you are, okay? Um, early Thursday morning, Portland police tried a new approach to stop protests. What? Oh, uh, Brichali oh. said, a, a nah, sun so loud it blows the toupee off. I would love to see it. <laughs> it is the Windy City. I would love to see it. Uh, early Thursday morning, Portland police tried a new approach to stop the protest. Does it involve defunding police and ending police corruption? No. No, it doesn't. All right. Well, well, uh, well why would it... it... What you gonna defund the police? Yes. Then where? What? How are they gonna do anything? Well, what do they need to do? By defund, I mean that means they have funding, and you're gonna take it all away, 100% at one time. That's what you liberals like Phoenix Kalita died in the war. I, I am indeed a liberal from way back. So you wanna? T- <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh no. Oh no! Like they, they, like an anti semite somewhere just felt the energy of you saying that, <laughs> and like they're like a cartoon when they fucking smell something good in the kitchen. They're just floating in the air like, oh, there's Jews around. <laughs> like, oh, fucking anti semites! You're so fucking weird. I hate you people. Seriously, anti semites are fucking bugged out. That includes black anti semites too. Stop repeating white supremacist talking points. It's yeah. fucking gross. Corny ass niggas. Ugh. Cause, yeah, because I don't know if y'all realize this. White supremacists have some talking points about black people, too. It's not a, it's just not good. All yeah. right. Anyways, uh, so officers cleared Lounsdale and Chapman Squares, including Riot Ribs, a barbecue stand that has been cooking free food. Riot Ribs? Yes. All right. Hold on. Wait a minute, though. Portland police tried a new approach to stop the protest. They cleared Riot Ribs, a barbecue stand that has been cooking free food. Riot ribs is what you got when God tried to make Eve from Adam Tifa. Oh, God. <laughs> but wait, so so what they're going to do is stop the protests by stopping people giving out free food during a fucking pandemic when everybody's unemployed? Free riot ribs. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Now, you want to get rid of police brutality. Do you want them out there cracking folks riot ribs? They better just take them away. Mm. Um, So the city said it was closing the parks for maintenance. By early afternoon, fences had been installed around both parks. Police arrested nine people during the closure, including three of the people who ran riot ribs. They face a variety of charges, including trespassing and disorderly conduct. Trespassing Trespassing in a public park. Trespassing in a public park. So the park is public park? Taxpayer funded? Yeah. Police. Public police. Public taxpayer police, funded. Taxpayer it's funded. actually their park. It's their park. You were trespassing on their park. It's like the time that they were uh, on the streets, like after a protest, they kicked all the protesters out and they started chanting, whose streets are streets? Again, and why would you they can't chant? can't this. Like, and so what do they did? So they took over streets. Yes. They removed an enemy, yes. took the street and chanted. Mm-hmm. The reason why Crips started seawalking 
was because it was a celebration of defeating your enemy and taking over the territory. Yes. That's where Crip Walking comes from. You are in a gangbang situation, little white nigger. <laughs> we need to start, like, you need to start doing more, like, uh, gangster rap explaining and be like, <laughs> yeah. okay, let me explain how this fucking works. Um, I did yeah. have one that I'll insert in this before we wrap it up. Yes. Uh, Mayor Ted Wheeler's office declined to offer comment on the latest involve, uh, latest events involving federal officers, but reiterated, reiterated a statement from earlier in the week saying federal officers should be restricted to guarding federal property. We do not need or want their help. The best thing we can do is stay inside. They can do is stay inside their building or leave Portland. But you can't make them leave Portland. And this is what happens when fucking the federal, go- the police have more power than not only the people, but politicians. Uh, or- uh, Oregon Democratic Center- Senator Jeff Merkley said if Wolf is coming in to inflame the situation so the president can look tough, the DHS leader should leave. Federal forces shut an unarmed protester in the face. These shadowy forces have been escalating, but not preventing violence. Oregon Governor Kate Brown similarly called for federal law enforcement officers to leave Portland. She added Wolf is on a mission uh, to provoke confrontation for political purposes. I don't even know how that works. Can they make the federal government leave? I don't know. I don't know. Bundy showdown? Well, I mean... But you're not you're not white ranchers. You're not white ranch. You're not white conservative ranchers that know a little more about the Negro than the average. Oh man. Uh, The political theater from President Trump has nothing to do with public safety. The president is failing to lead this nation. Now he's deploying federal officers to patrol the streets of Portland in a blatant abuse of power by the federal government. Hmm. Okay. Now, what's interesting is there's that article, but also... Yes, ma'am. Where did it go? Brachali Esquire uh, left a comment saying, I'm a big fan of the Cripstitution video, folks. That's the one where, um, like, to show my appreciation and have a little fun because um, I fundraised a laptop so that I could actually start doing video for the podcast. And uh, so I made the first video, uh, me walking on a flag, and it just happened to be when folks were doing like a, was it a challenge? Not my flag yeah, not my challenge, flag. Yeah. where uh, folks would step on the McMurrican flag. So I crip walked on it to a mix of uh, songs that I put together from all crip rappers, and it was dope. Uh, Garden Block Crip, 8 Trey Gangsta Crip, and, um, and Long Beach Rolling 30s and Long Beach 20s. And uh, so that was dope. And um, and what I really like about it is I uploaded it to my YouTube and it got like 3000 views. I was like, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, then I, I go to look for it some years later and it looks like it got taken down. Probably a bunch of conservatives and liberals reported it. <laughs> and uh, but I still found it because apparently someone else had downloaded it and re-uploaded it. Really? Anyway, which means they had to have already had it downloaded yeah. before it was taken down. So I'm like, somebody was feeling it. Thank yeah. you, person. Right. And it's like one of the only, it's like the only thing on their channel. Like okay. they made an account to post it. Okay. Oh, I like that nigga. It has like 143 views now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, you found more of that uh, action? I did. I was actually looking. I just could have sworn I made a tweet about this. Um... Anyways, um, of course, now I can't find that fucking tweet. Anyways, I say remember when too often, apparently, which is my way of saying I told you so without saying I told you so. So I'm like, hey, remember when I said this thing? Someone left a comment saying that? No, I say that all the time on Twitter because I'm pretty sure I made a tweet about um, like before the Trump thing happened. And uh, I was like, he's going to use this to call Antifa. um, (laughs) Anyone who protests him, a terrorist. And then he came out and was like, Antifa, I'm going to call Antifa a terrorist organization, you know. So anyways, I can't find it now. But anyways, so I know it's so sad. What I do have, however, is this little blurb from the DHS Department of Homeland Security. Um, This is from uh, Acting Secretary Wolf. Now, keep in mind, Trump said he's going to declare Antifa to be a terrorist organization. And all everyone who was paying attention is like, this means anybody who protests him is going to be seen as an anarchist and therefore protesting is going to become illegal. 
right? Yeah. So now, this is what the DHS is saying. The city of Portland has been under siege, under siege, for 47 straight days by a violent mob while local political leaders refuse to restore order to protect their city. Each night, lawless anarchists destroy and desecrate property. Desecrate? Really? Yeah. Mm. Including the federal courthouse and attack the brave law enforcement officers protecting it. A federal courthouse is a symbol of justice. To attack it is to attack America. Instead of addressing violent criminals in their communities, local and state leaders are instead placing blame on law enforcement and requesting fewer officers in their community. This failed response has only emboldened the violent mob as it escalates violence day after day. This siege can end if if state and local officials decide to take appropriate action instead of refusing to enforce the law. Ugh. Keep in mind, people have a right, a legal right to protest. So he's saying enforcing the law means not allowing people to protest. Uh, DHS will not abdicate its solemn duty to protect federal facilities and those within them. Again, I reiterate the department's offer to assist local and state leaders to bring an end to the violence perpetuated by anarchists. No, man, it doesn't seem uh, woke. And I'm, I'm woke as hell. And keep in mind, he's saying that this is an offer, but they're already there and being told to leave and they're not leaving. But this is an offer. They're offering to help. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're trying to help you obtain some freedom. Right. Below is a snapshot of the lawless destruction and violence of the past several weeks the Department of Homeland Security and its subcomponents of Immigration, Customs, and Enforcement, ICE, and Customs and Border Protection and Federal Protective Service has faced. Violent anarchists... Uh Uh-oh. Anarchists, because we all know that only anarchists go to protests. Yeah. And everyone in Antifa is an anarchist. That's that's what it says on their homepage. This is going to be some McCarthyist-ass shit in a minute. Like, uh, violent anarchists broke a window at the Hatfield Courthouse. What? A window. Violent anarchists graffitied the Hatfield Courthouse. Man, that violent graffiti. Ah, man. Overall, the cost of damages on federal property done by the violent mob on the first night was estimated at $5,000. How much is your fucking salary? Uh, violent anarchists graffitied the PPA build, BPA building. Violent anarchists graffitied the Hatfield Courthouse. Violent anarchists... Graf- oh, Jesus Christ, what the... Is that really in there that many times? This, yes, yes. This is uh, literally on DHS.gov. This is their fucking statement. Heige jige. Violent anarchists graffitied the Edith Green Wenwell Wyatt building. Violent anarchists graffitied the Terry Schrunk Plaza. Violent anarchists graffitied the 9-11 Federal Building. Violent anarchists graffitied the Pioneer Courthouse. Violent anarchists graffitied the Gus Solomon Courthouse. Violent anarchists graffitied the Hatfield Courthouse. Okay, this is like another day. Because he has these broken down by days. So 5.30, were, these were violent things. Now 6.1, right? So June 1st, again, violent anarchists graffitied the courthouse, Hatfield Courthouse. Violent anarchists graffitied Terry Shrunk Plaza. Violent anarchists graffitied the Pioneer Courthouse. Violent anarchists graffitied the Gus J. Solomon Courthouse. 6-2, uh, violent anarchists graffitied the U.S. Custom House. 6-6, six, six, violent anarchists destroyed fencing surrounding federal property. Six seven, violent anarchists damaged and breached the fence around the Hatfield Courthouse. Portland police were forced to deploy crowd control spray to to disperse a crowd that was throwing animal seed at officers. What the fuck is animal seed? Like bird seed? Well, hey, you can't you can't just throw animal seed at our fucking like these are our number one fucking misogynists. You know their wife beating record. They are pretty you know, undefeated. Yeah, like the way the the way the police are are for uh, patriarchy. You don't you don't throw animal seed at them. Mm. Donuts. Six eight. Violent anarchists broke a window at the Hatfield courthouse. Uh, violent anarchists cut a hole in a fence surrounding the Hatfield courthouse. Six ten. Violent anarchists removed the fence around the Hatfield courthouse. Wait, is this? It sounds like a story. But, like, these are different posts from different days? It's all one post. He just has them broken down by day. Who the... Wait. 
Okay, so apparently these violent anarchists that yes. clearly exist and are on video saying, hello, we are the violent anarchists and <laughs> yes. this is the act that we are committing. Yes. Clearly these videos exist, which is why they're embedded in these tweets. And, um, but fucking, if they're doing this, this is like every single day. Yeah. Y'all don't have security on the parameter. Who the fuck? That's is- why they had, that's, no, that's a justification for sending in the federal government now because the local police couldn't handle it. Then defund them if they can't do their job. No. You know, if I can't handle doing my job, I get defunded from that job. Uh, 620. Among a group of over 400 protesters marching in front of the Pioneer, Pioneer Courthouse, violent anarchists attempted to cause eye damage to officers with commercial grade lasers. Nigga! <laughs> Nigga! <laughs> Uh, 625. No, there's no 625. (laughs) Laser pins? No, you can't. I will not yield. (laughs) I'm reclaiming my time. Yes, I'm reclaiming my time. Violent anarchists vandalized an FPS camera. 630. Oh, so now you don't have video of all these multiple days of violent anarchists. Wait, six. I heard 630 a couple times so that... No, you didn't. This is the first 6.30. You heard 6.25. Oh. 6.30, violent anarchists ripped down plywood covering walls of the Edith Green Wennell Wyatt building. Well, who's on plywood duty? <laughs> Your fucking cops are so shitty they can't protect plywood. <laughs> Defund your shitty cops. But that's the thing. That's why they're saying police can't do it, so we need the federal government. Uh, 7-2, violent anarchists broke a front window to the Hatfield Courthouse. Wait, what state is this? This is... I think these are all in Portland. Now, mind you, that their response to fucking... There's not a... I'm not even going to read these all because this keeps going on and on and on. But literally, there's not a single thing on here that's not property damage. Everything is fucking... Multiple individuals were seen carrying rifles. Okay, well, white people do that shit all the time. Go fuck yourself. Um... Yeah, fucking broken windows, fucking tearing down plywood, fucking cutting holes in fences. Wait, we're seen by who carrying rifles? Yeah, police, I guess. Like, that I sounds like just a throwaway sentence. Just throw that in there to yeah. ramp it up a bit. Yeah. I don't buy that but, like, fucking sentence. Literally, every fucking thing starts with violent anarchists and then blah, blah, blah. But, like, everything is um, fucking, like, property damage, basically. Oh, they have one where they say they threw rocks at police. Mm. Well, police have guns. They'll be fucking fine. Um... But, like, it keeps going on. And it has, like, a day-by-day fucking breakdown until 7.15. And it says, violent anarchist docks members of federal law enforcement. I thought y'all were fucking proud of your jobs. But keep in mind, this is their... your job is to go out in the public. With your badge? With your fucking name tag Your whole fucking face out just walking around. I'm Dan the man. I'm the officer who does what I can. But here's the thing. Now, keep in mind, like, this is happening. This is how... DHS is framing it as violent anarchists broke windows, and what are they doing right now? They're fucking in Portland on the streets in the middle of the night, snatching people off the streets. No names, no badges, no Miranda rights, no warning, no vocals at all, and putting people into fucking minivans and taking them to federal courthouses and then saying, but we didn't detain them. Oh, yeah, and that little 12-year-old-ass little white boy, that's that's your violent anarchist? I know I'm exaggerating on his youth, but that that's the fucking kid yeah that's the kid that's the kid like i'm telling you right now if that kid walked up and tried to punch me in the face i would just grab his arm and hold him until he calmed down that's not they don't care that's not no violent that's that's the point though like they don't actually think these people are violent anarchists it's just an excuse to increase their funding prey on people's fears and increase government control and strip civil liberties like as it always is always has been always will be this is not a pro-america podcast no we just can't get with it no diss to lee camp funny guy yeah dope program i i'm one of those people I like Jimmy Dore and Michael Brooks. Yeah. But they're both Americana. Yeah. Like, they're feeling it. They're just like, they, they have that idea that that we can just, if we just live up to the Constitution yeah, and follow no. our values. No. No, nigga. It yeah. was all bullshit. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you that they were fucking, like, when they were making that Constitution thing, they were laughing. Yeah. Like, oh, man, this, I actually wrote that shit. 
Yeah, is that erasable ink? Doesn't exist yet. It's there. <laughs> yeah, it's all bullshit. Yeah, America's all bullshit. And yep. like you said, it's really just reinforcing America. Yep. Yeah, like... Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, like, y'all gonna be fucking um, guilty until proven to be patriots. Yeah. So, uh, if you like more exciting, fun American podcasts... Or if you just want less boot in your life, if you need yes. a boot cleanse, yes, right? You know what? Here, here's a fun one I'll share with you. Most of my coworkers don't speak English, or very little. Mm. You know, a lot of my coworkers are from uh, from Mexico. Uh, uh, some coworkers from India. You know, and uh, one coworker basically called me a bootlicker to my fucking face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because um. He was, you know, he, we can't can't really say English well, so he had a pen and a paper, and he wrote down 20 and a dollar sign next. He was like, you $20 an hour, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, no, fucking, um, and I wrote down what the company gives us, mm-hmm. and, like, it was still, like, 50 cents more than what he gets, and he was like, no, and then, like, he started, you know, like, pronouncing the best he could the shit that he yeah. sees me doing, yeah. you know, talking about, like, cleaning dust collectors, um, maneuvering the skyjacks around doing the preventative maintenance work and he's like and then he pointed back to the $20 an hour and then he said and then he looked at what I get and he was like oh but you all yes sir yes sir yes sir oh my god oh my god he did that he did the pray and hands yes sir like basically calling me a bootlicker but in Mexican (laughs) oh no and I guess I probably come across like that at work Maybe yeah. I'd be a bootlicker at work trying to get my damn check. And maybe you're bootlicking at work trying to get your check. So when you get off the clock, get in the wine cellar yeah. and deboot. Deboot. Yeah. And then go to sleep, wake up in the morning, and reboot. <sighs> Every day is a reboot of America. Oh, God. It just so basically starts. we're all just stuck in Groundhog Day until we die. Yeah, except it's on Facebook Live now. Yes. So we're getting pissed and we're blaming it on 2020. But it was the same thing in 1971. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Uh We hope we lifted your spirits. <laughs> and um, I do want to do some rap splaining, but that'll be later. This is Friday. I have a mandatory workday Saturday. It's 4.37 in the a.m., I need to put on a dashiki and get down to the factory. Yes, I said dashiki. It's the summer. It's hot as shit in there. And those thin, cheap dashiki t-shirts fucking rock the shit. And I've also noticed that apparently I've been wearing them so much that when I wear a regular cotton Mm t-shirt, people don't immediately recognize me. (laughs) So as an introvert, I found a trick. Uh (laughs) I won't abuse it or else I'll lose it. Mm-hmm. So, I'll keep wearing the dashikis on those days when it's like, I'm gonna go ahead and be invisible. Yeah. Throw on a regular old cotton t-shirt. Yeah. Alright, please, motherfuckers, be as safe as possible wherever you are. Facebook Live video end. Mm-hmm. And podcast idio, uh, podcast idio, podcast audio, <laughs> do the opposite of begin. 